0: Hello and welcome to True Horrors with Meg and Rachel. Every week we discuss a horror film and the true stories that inspired, influenced, or bear striking resemblance to them. Be warned for spoilers and adult themes. I'm Rachel. And I'm Meg. And
1: this is True Horrors. Hello everyone. Welcome to week two. It's my week. It's Rachel's week. She gets to call the shots.
0: I get to inflict really pretentious movies on everyone.
1: At least you know. At least you're not yeah. like everyone. I just thought everyone watched black and white movies.
0: <laughs> didn't Didn't we all watch those as a child? I remember when I was a kid and I was like, you know what movie I want to watch? The one in black and white with the weird
1: pacing. You know what's funny is if you before this had sat me down and been like, do you know the story of Frankenstein? I would be like, yeah, I'm not an idiot. But, like, I might be an idiot because I did not know so much. Like, there was so much that I just knew from pop culture, but I'd never actually Mm -hmm. seen the movie. And the movie is really different than what the parodies are and what they... Mm -hmm. Also, did the 1930s have something against putting music in the movies? Like, it was so weird.
0: Okay, Dracula is the exact same way. I don't know what it is because... I don't know if it's like because it's such a departure from silent films because in silent films it's all music so they were like we're done with the music we don't want it anymore
1: just no more music just because it's it's something you don't notice until you watch a movie without it that like it's mm-hmm. weird that there isn't music and then like last week we did Jaws where a big part of the tension building yes. is the music the music is very famous mm-hmm. um and At every point, I was like, we're going to put in some... No, no, we're not. Nope. No music.
0: When I was watching it, I got like a few minutes in. I was like, oh, that's right. This movie has no backing music. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I thought that was Dracula. And I guess it's both. Neither of them have any backing music. But I don't know. I've watched a lot of really old black and white horror films. And I feel like most of them have music. And I don't know. So I just don't know. Maybe they started doing that again in the 40s. Um,
1: I never realized where the man standing in front of the curtain telling you this is going to be scary came from. Like that's yes. just a reference. And I was just like, uh-huh. oh, this actually happened like in real life. Uh-huh. And I've completely forgot about that. Because they do it on one of the Simpsons Halloween specials. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Bart comes out. And like you know when he's doing it that it's a reference. But I wouldn't uh-huh. necessarily have known it's from Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. um Also, I don't want to be this person, but I definitely didn't think that Dr. Frankenstein was supposed to be attractive. Like, <laughs> and then he was played by this actor, and I'm like, "You're cute." Like, I thought you were supposed to be like not cute. Like, but here's the
0: thing: you know he's not actually attractive because they always shoot him from a weird angle and light him from below. That's how you know he's not an attractive man, Meg.
1: <laughs> Is that a 1930s thing?
0: I don't know. It's just like every time you see him, his face is at a weird angle. Like, you never see him straight on. Um, Huxley, you're going to need to for just like a second. You can't see this, people, but
1: (laughs) Rachel has a greyhound, and every so often she decides it's time for attention, and so you just see her very long face coming into the shot. um,
0: She has a lot of thoughts about Frankenstein. She watched the movie with me, and she just wants to discuss it. She
1: was like, this is pretentious. (laughs)
0: i was just worried because she was getting really close to the microphone i was like don't don't sniff into it i don't need that like
1: um um huxley's fine um yeah she's doing great for herself she's got a sweater she's nice and warm for those of you who might be worried because greyhounds do not do well in the cold um they do not but I was just really surprised. I mean, maybe they were trying to, maybe it was one of those Hollywood things where they're trying to make it seem like he's not, but I honestly thought of Dr. Frankenstein. I always think of him being like monstrous for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. for him being very like grotesque and kind of like the idea that he was basically a prince, like kind of like a prince. I was like, I did not realize that. Like if you had asked me, I would have said Frankenstein is this crazy old man who mm-hmm. makes this monster, and he lives in this creepy castle, and all the villagers know he's crazy and awful. And when he makes this monster, they're all like, well, now you both need to die. And then they set them both on fire. That is mm-hmm. literally what I thought happened. And I don't know if there's a version where that's what happened, but that was very much not what happened. No. Um.
0: Well, and I haven't read the book, so I don't know if maybe that's how it goes in that. But even so, I feel like this movie is more iconic than the book. So... Yeah, you would think that would be what happens. Also, the fact that it does not take place in a castle is another thing that I had forgotten. They're in, like, some weird abandoned... All I can think is windmill at this point. And I know it's not because the windmill is at the end. But they're not in a castle. They're just in a weird tower.
1: Yeah, which is also just really over the top. Like, the whole time with Frankenstein, I was just like, <laughs> can you maybe chill? Like no. you're so over the top you write that weird letter <laughs> to your fiance. Also, I thought his name was Victor. So I thought all the men's is. name Okay, would they call him Henry, right? They do. I don't know and I don't know is it if the his, other guy. Is it because his father's name is Victor? Because it is. All three men and his best friend, they're all named Victor. All the men in the thirties are named Victor. No. That's, that's not it
0: at all. Like yeah, his name is Victor, but in the movie, it's Henry and Victor is someone else. It's that it's the best man at the wedding who is also in love with the only woman in the entire film.
1: No, but that's... Uh, no, no, wait. There are
0: maids. I take it back.
1: There were other women. No, but that's what I'm saying is that because I looked it up because I always think his name is Victor Frankenstein. So I go. Uh-huh. I looked it up on IMBD. And they say that Baron Frankenstein's first name is Victor, his son's no. first name is Victor, and the friend's first name is Victor. So no! I, I reject this so much. I would be able to handle it if it was like his name's Victor because he's like Victor the second, but they all call him Henry. But the fact that like they're all named Victor
0: is a way. So we never get uh, the one who was just called Victor. We never get his relationship. What if he's like an older brother And both the sons are named Victor, (laughs) but second Victor has to go by his middle
1: name. I legitimately thought he was a cousin. And I was like, there's only one name in this family. Like, (laughs) I really thought he was like a cousin because I even wrote down, I'm like, what is his relationship? And then he was the best man. I'm like, okay, so I guess he's a friend. But Mm -hmm. there was just a lot of things in this movie I thought were really funny, like unintentionally. Not funny, but interesting was there were a lot of women in that class mm-hmm. and like maybe it's just the way I see the past but I don't see like women in like science classrooms being allowed there to mix with the men until like the 60s and the fact that it's like the 30s and they're just yeah. in there chilling and I'm like I know that's wrong like that's a wrong view of history obviously right. the women were there but when they started coming out of the classroom hmm There was a lot of them. It wasn't like a token, and I was like, "Oh, cool. I guess that the people who made this movie were like, let's just throw extras in here in this doctor class. Like, I don't know what the class was teaching.
0: Uh, I don't either. But this is that's an interesting point because this is a pre-Hays Code movie, so you're going to see more diverse roles for women in those types of movies. Um, It came out of few years before the Hays Code
1: can you for any of our listeners who don't know what the Hays Code is
0: oh yeah so I don't know all the specifics of it but it was basically a code for film like this is what you're allowed to do this is what you are not allowed to do Um, so for this movie uh, once the Hays Code came out they had to cut a couple of things Um, like they wanted to cut the second half of the scene with little Maria where she gets thrown into the pond they ended up cutting that out. Um and then when Victor Henry says that he is God, they cut that line out too. And um this is just something I read on Wikipedia real fast. So I don't know how accurate it is. But apparently in Kansas they wanted to cut out like thirty two minutes of like they wanted to cut out half the friggin' movie. Um so um a lot of times when that like so movies that were made before the Hayes Code apparently like you, you would lose a lot of that. With this one, apparently they rediscovered the original footage in, like, the 80s or something. That's really cool. So, right? Which, the thing is, I understand why they would want to cut the scene where he throws Maria into the pond out. Because it is a very upsetting scene. But if you cut that scene out, why are the villagers trying to kill this poor man? Yes. <laughs> like, Like, it makes no sense if you cut that scene out. I
1: actually wrote that I thought where her father was carrying her through the town, I thought that was chilling. Mm -hmm. Like, that, I thought that was such a good scene. And you just see everyone reacting to this, like, murdered child. Yes. Like, and also, that that was so me as a child. Like, oh, I'm playing by myself. Hello, (laughs) random thing. Would you like to be my friend? I was like, I can't even be mad at her. I would have done that like I would have been like oh we're friends now me and this Mm -hmm. giant like we're friends have a flower was also super sad because like he wasn't trying to hurt her he thought Mm -hmm. she'd float and like that was also a major bummer and also made me think about that old Twix commercial do you remember this no it's Basically, this scene, black and white, but it's he has a Twix, and she's like, if you have two of something, you should share it, and it just she just keeps repeating it and repeating it, and then the next scene is he's ripped off his own arm and given it to her <laughs> instead of giving her one of the Twix. <laughs> I have never seen that commercial. Which, to be fair, same, but... <laughs> That's all it made me think of. And I literally was like, is he about to rip off her arms? Like, is that where that comes from? What does he do to her? (laughs) Um, But this was actually sadder to me. If he'd actually gone crazy and killed her, like, in a very Mm -hmm. violent way, it would have been – I would have felt less sad at the end of the movie. Whereas at the end of the Mm -hmm. movie, I felt really sad because I'm like, he doesn't understand. Like, he doesn't know. It's sad. You
0: made fun of me when I first watched this and told you I cried and now you get it.
1: <laughs> I get why you cried. <laughs> but it was sad. I was like, this is a it's bummer. Sad. Like it's a it's also like when he kills that assistant whose name is not Igor. Nope.
0: Is that not until later movies according to wikipedia
1: but like when he kills him like before he does i was like oh, you should kill this guy because yes. like, he was taunting him and they never explained why like he just kept taunting him and i was like you're being so mean to this guy and yeah. he hasn't done anything
0: just to be a dick that's uh one of the things i wrote down i was like i was glad to see that some of these tropes that we still see in movies today existed in the 30s like oh, I'm glad this guy was killed. Like, he he deserved to be killed.
1: Um, Some things that I thought were really funny that I really enjoyed, when they cut to scene and it was that large picture of Victor Henry, I thought it was his own house. And I was just <laughs> like, really? Like, I mean, that's fine, but really? Also, I mean, he
0: is nobility. Like, they do...
1: They do that. Yeah. I was just like, okay, so you're, you're that person. But I also like that he was digging up the corpses because in later versions, it's just Igor. Whereas this, mm-hmm. this original Frankenstein, he was willing to get his hands dirty for his work. I mean, I was at mm-hmm. least like, at least you're not sending people to get the bodies. You're going yourself. That's like mm-hmm. partial credit. But the best scene, as in hilarious, in this whole movie was after he brings the creature to life. And they're having to hold him back as he's like, I'm God and it's alive. Mm -hmm. And it immediately cuts to Victor and Elizabeth with the bear and being like, he's fine. Like he's just (laughs) fine. I was like, (laughs) I didn't, I I just, I had so many feelings about it, but I was like, this is supposed to be funny, but like, you don't really believe that. Right. You know, he's not fine. Like, you know, he's not, um, but that was probably one of the funniest points. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize he's basically royalty. He's nobility. No mm-hmm. one knows, except for other Victor and his uh, girlfriend slash wife, that he's the one who made the monster. No one alive, mm-hmm. or the creature, however we're going to call it. Um, So he gets away with it. That was all something I never realized. Like, he yes. lives, and at the end it implies that he's going to live and be married. And, like, this is just going to be a weird thing that happened to him for a couple yes. months. Like. This little girl, the doctor, and not Igor, but I care less about that. They're both dead, Mm -hmm. and no one even knows. They let him lead the search party, and they don't realize he created the monster that killed this little girl.
0: Which is another weird thing. Like, how do they know that this little girl didn't just slip and fall into the pond? Nobody saw it happen. Like, it was explicitly stated that her father had to leave. Like... I know they say something about a monster terrorizing the countryside but like I don't know it's it's all real weird
1: like they don't they don't tell you but I guess I always like assumed that either they saw that leave and then she was dead and they took two and two together Um, because mm -hmm. if it was that deep Like it was he did not throw her very far. It was like it was just really deep. And so you have to think like she wouldn't have gone in just enough to know that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, she wouldn't have gone into the water. But you have to wonder if maybe someone saw him leave or if they just thought this girl is dead. She wouldn't have gone into the water. I don't know if maybe there were bruises because when he picks her up, she says, you're hurting me before Mm -hmm. he throws her. So I don't know if that i mean it's 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 all good questions and no one no one's like huh it's weird that doctor's been murdered and now this girl's been murdered and it's all seems weirdly connected mm-hmm. to the frankensteins like no one asked those kinds of questions no
0: nope. you don't question royalty
1: i wrote like four different things in my notes being like is his name victor is his name victor <laughs> <laughs> i was just really um but I also wrote down at one point when Elizabeth comes for the first time and he's like, You'll ruin everything. I'm like, You're knight in shining armor. Like, just <laughs> you're, like he's just like, You will ruin everything. <laughs> well, and oh, keep going. Sorry. Oh, but that scene is also one of my favorites because other Victor is like, You're, cr-, he's like, We want to come see. And the, he's like, No, like, I couldn't possibly let you see my lab. And other Victor's like, You're crazy. He's like, Crazy crazy what a crazy man dig up corpses and mutilate them sew them back together and make his own creation (laughs) yeah yeah let's take you into my lab you'll eat your words like you know
0: what's funny is the very first thing i wrote was crazy am i he said crazily <laughs>
1: Like they even do a shot where he's he's like not blinking when he says that to other yes, victor
0: like that's what i mean it's like that's how you know he's not an attractive man because all the shots he's doing that like his head is down and at a weird angle and he's not blinking like
1: no and i kind of wondered if that was um Meant to, I didn't really know if that was meant to be him unattractive. I thought it was meant to show he's crazy. I thought it was meant to show because then the lighting changes when he's, like, mm-hmm. smoking and hanging out with her. So <laughs> much smoking, Rachel. So
0: much smoking in the past.
1: Um, all I wrote on this thing is foreshadowing, and I underlined it, like, five times, and I have no idea why. Like, I don't know why, but there was a lot of foreshadowing <sighs> in this movie. But I wonder what it was um, that I was so mad about that there was foreshadowing um i think it had something to do with it oh when the baron came in and the torches on the ground and he was like you trying to burn the place down i was like are you (laughs) um yeah the last things i wrote was so different from what i thought he didn't know Mm -hmm. what was going on and no consequences like no it wasn't like i wanted something really awful to happen to Frankenstein. I kind of thought they'd both die Mm -hmm. because at least he took some charge of the situation. Like after he killed not Igor, he was not like, no, 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 Mm no. He was like, yeah, let's kill him. Like that's just such a more Mm -hmm. reasonable reaction than what I thought we'd get from Dr. Frankenstein that it's like, okay, he did this, but he Mm -hmm. was immediately willing to undo it. Right. So I just was shocked that it's like this happened and everyone in the village is gonna be like i wonder where that thing came from Mm -hmm. and it's like your boss basically the guy who owns your town his son Mm -hmm. so
0: well the thing is he's the only one who could possibly have the money to do that kind of shit like if they just thought about it for two seconds but they might
1: have thought i mean i don't know when it's supposed to take place but if it's supposed to take place Mm in the 30s or if it's supposed to take place earlier but they might have thought it was like A monster from no origin like they might not have been really thinking where did it come from and just think it's like a demon monster um Mm -hmm. and not think as much that it comes from science also obviously he was gonna grab the wrong brain that was also a really funny scene not where he dropped the brain but where (laughs) where frankenstein's sitting there smoking being an arrogant dick and his mentor is like and he's like i got the brain (sighs) from your lab that was me pretending to smoke people <laughs> and then the doctor with no real reaction he didn't react with horror he reacted like "Huh, got you now you smug bitch he was just like <laughs> the normal brain wasn't taken it was the abnormal and you see frankenstein freak out and then he tries to pull it in it's like uh-huh doesn't matter i'm like it does though doesn't it and it fine. really does you know it does
0: it really does <laughs> Well, and that's the thing is, like, I kind of wonder if they'd gotten the other brain if he would have been as willing to end up killing his creation. Like,
1: well, then the argument is also if he'd gotten the right brain, would this not have happened? Like, what is
0: it for sure
1: that made the creature like that? Which, to be Mm -hmm. honest, until he kills the little girl, which is an accident, like, all of his killing is in his mind and self defense. But. Right. Even so, I guess the argument could be made, but it's like he can't be reasoned with. He can't be controlled. Um maybe mm-hmm. down the road he could have been taught some, but it's just like so so busy wondering if you could, you didn't stop to think if you should. <laughs> just, just edit Jeff Goldblum into the movie well, to say that. <laughs> Cameo from the future. Um,
0: but the thing is also he made a really weird choice after he brought his creation to life to then keep him in complete darkness for an undisclosed amount of time. Because, like, there's that scene where they first show him sunlight and he reaches toward it and they're like, all right, now we're done with the sunlight. You get darkness and taunted with fire again. Like... Is it nature or is it reason? Also, one of the
1: best parts is um, in his entrance scene, Frankenstein's Monsters, is the fact that for just the drama of it, he walks in backwards so then he can turn around and reveal himself. (laughs) I thought that
0: was so weird. Like, maybe he doesn't know how to walk. Like, he thinks you're supposed to go this way. The director was just like,
1: like, I want it to be like he turns around. I'm like, there were other ways to do that that made even a little bit of sense you could pan you could pan up you could pan
0: around it's in a circular tower (laughs) or they could
1: have rather than him come upon them they could have come upon him with his back turned just so Mm -hmm. many choices and they went with the one that made choices also if his back was turned how did he open the door (laughs) so he had to open the door and then turn back around well he is his father's son just the drama of it (laughs) Okay. Final thoughts? Oh.
0: Um, okay. So. so
1: on our scale one to ten, the likelihood you would survive this movie, you as you.
0: I, uh, well, none of the women are involved in that mob. They're, they all stay at home and look horrified at it. So <laughs> I, think, I think I'd be with those women. So
1: again, I'm safe. <laughs> I'm going to say safe because I wouldn't taunt the creature hmm. But I'm also not a child anymore. So I wouldn't be like, let's go sit by this body of water. And I can at <laughs> least swim enough. You know, we don't know how deep that mm-hmm. water was, or if he like cracked a rib or something, because she was saying that. But no, I think, you know, we never really decided last time, which was which, but I guess 10 is just lay down and die like you're gonna die. and one is survive without a doubt so i think i think it'd be one or two like i don't see a scenario where i would get like Mm -hmm. frankenstein monstered (laughs) i thought there'd be a nice verb but there wouldn't i just also never want to call him frankenstein because i don't want someone to be like that's actually frankenstein's monster it's like we know
0: yeah no i thought about opening this with being like hey if we say frankenstein at some point like we know stop it don't care Have you tried to say Frankenstein's monster or Frankenstein's creation several times in a short amount of time? Like, that's a fucking We're very
1: mad at somebody who hasn't said something to us yet. Um, We're just (laughs) taking this very personal.
0: We're really good at having pretend conversations. It's on my resume.
1: Um, (laughs) It should be. Okay, so tell me a story. A story of realness. Okay,
0: so it's not like a super cohesive story because there are elements of a lot of things in this so again much like last week based on a book um from 1918 by mary shelley um i don't remember the names of you know the websites i got these from offhand but they will all be listed
1: on the internet
0: somewhere she means on
1: she means on our instagram and twitter not just like there somewhere yeah
0: I was just about to say, by somewhere, I mean these places. Um, So in Germany, there is a Castle Frankenstein. So that is likely where Mary Shelley got the name, because right around the time she wrote this, she was traveling along the Rhine, and that's kind of where this is. It's in Darmstadt. Um, But... That's probably not where this came from. A lot of people, like, I think they do advertise, like, oh, this is the original Frankenstein for tourism and stuff like that. Um, Not so much. There was a man who lived there or maybe wanted to live there. I didn't do a ton of research into this guy because he wasn't super important. Um, Johann Conrad Dippel. He was an alchemist, and he created something called Dippel's Oil, which, it sounded horrifying. I think it was Crushed Up Animal Bones in some sort of acid um but it was supposed to be like an elixir of life so some people are like oh he's the uh uh inspiration for frankenstein but not so much much more likely is um someone we'll get to in a second so right around the time this was written a little bit earlier i'm suddenly not finding it 1780 so in the 1780s um Galvanism kind of became a thing in science, so it was the idea that you could use electricity to animate muscles. It was named after Luigi Galvani, and I think his theory was that just like our muscles run on electricity, which is not totally wrong. There are electrical impulses in our brains that make our muscles work. Um, but he just called it animal electricity. I think he thought that we were like little electrical circuits. And he was able to build a little, like, machine that used static electricity that he hooked up to some frog legs and he could make those twitch. And at some point, he did actually use a lightning storm to do that. Cool. So that's part of it. Right? Right. But also, can you imagine setting up that experiment? And that's another thing we didn't talk about in the movie, like setting up your experiment and then you just have to wait for a lightning storm to roll in. Yeah, like, I
1: I don't feel like they do enough, t- enough waiting in that, though, because it's like they get the body. Did they know a storm was coming? Is it storm season or were they just waiting? Because he keeps talking mm-hmm. about like the freshness of everything. And it's like, how fresh was it going to yes. be if you were like banking on the weather? Mm hmm.
0: Like, we can't predict storms super well now. And we have way more technology for that. Um, so the thing about this is that other scientists pretty quickly discredited his work because they were saying, really what you've done is create an electrical circuit just with the metals that you're using. But that didn't quite catch up to the public by this point. Um, Animating dead bodies was kind of like a fun party trick for rich people because you know you have all that money and all that time. I, I guess I, don't I mean know. there's you no do there's no TV. I don't, I don't even know. There's so there's no TV. So let's uh let's let's play with dead bodies. Like that's what normal people do. Um. So. That's pretty much where Galvani starts and ends. His nephew, though, Giovanni Aldini, some great Italian names, by the way, um, decided he was going to start using human bodies. And this was possible because in England in 1751, they passed the Murder Act, which required that all, all criminals who were murdered by the state to then have their bodies donated to science. And they this the reasoning behind this was twofold. They didn't have enough bodies for scientists, and it was considered extra punishment. So he started using criminals and like hooking them electrodes up to them um, and making them twitch around. Uh, the most famous one that he did was with George Forster in 1803, who murdered his wife and child. He drowned them. So, just a little fun background on that. But the real guy that I think is probably the most likely to be the inspiration for Frankenstein is Andrew, I'm going to say your, it's U-R-E, I don't really know how how to pronounce that. that. Um, Yeah, he legitimately thought he could bring someone back to life. With electricity? Doing this. With electricity. Um, So, there were some contingencies, like, I think it comes up in the movie, like, the bodies can't be damaged so like when they go to the gallows and that guy's neck is broken they're like ah oh, this one won't work um which I thought was really weird because also when you hang someone that's the point is to break their neck um but the most his most famous experiment was with Matthew Clydesdale in 1818 who was also a murderer um Never mind. I was I think it's him. One of these guys, I'm suddenly blanking which one. The one, one of the ones who was using criminals. There was a point where the criminal that he used and someone else were hanged at about the same time one of them died instantly, the other one did not. I'm and that's the body that they use. So again, parallels there. Um But yeah. This Andrew, your guy, he changed things up a little bit. He wasn't just trying to stimulate their muscles. He was going straight for nerves, Um, which, again, not totally crazy. Like I said, electrical impulses in your nerves. Um, But by putting electrical impulses in the nerves, the movements are a lot bigger. And apparently, people frequently got sick uh, watching his experiments. And some man even passed out. When he was, because I think this one was the one that went on for an hour. Like, for an hour, he was like, I'm going to hook electrodes up to this man's nerves and make him twitch around. So somebody passed out. A lot of people had to be escorted out. So, yeah. But it did lead to actual medical technology. That's good. So, yeah, at least something good came out of it. Can I say that
1: scientist wants to reanimate a body and uses a criminal body? That's its own horror movie? Like, mm-hmm. that's a terrifying horror movie. The idea that, what if you did? What if you brought back to life, like, yes. a serial killer? And he he was just like, thanks for that. You know, is this... <laughs> does double jeopardy apply? I didn't get to kill quite does enough double people. Does double jeopardy apply? Like... Can I just go be free? Like, I just, there's so many, there's so many things wrong with that. But it's interesting how science and horror can be so connected. Um, because so mm-hmm. much of our Frankenstein gives us really dumb speech, this fake deep speech about pushing limits mm-hmm. um, that yes. I really enjoy. But I also feel like I also could have heard in like undergrad at 2 a.m. from some guy on like the quad. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he was saying it, I was just like, oh, so some things never do change. Like some things are always the same. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why science and horror are so connected, because in a non-pretentious way, it is about pushing those limits. And it is about right. going outside, which can lead to things like the defibrillator or different scientific discoveries, but there is that thought: if you're, you know, a person with morals, of like, but what if it crosses a line? Like, what if it goes mm-hmm. somewhere, somewhere else?
0: Yeah, I had um, one of my research methods professors in undergrad was when we got to the ethics section. He was saying, like, we need this because scientists are scumbags. Like, there you can convince yourself to do a lot of things like, if you are so sure that there is going to be some sort of scientific advancement, if it's going to save lives, like, it's fine to inject thousands of men with syphilis because we'll be able to figure something out. Like, no, it's not. But I want to say the official position of this podcast is that it's not okay to inject people <laughs> The official with position of this
1: podcast is it's not okay to do illegal experimentation on the unwilling. Um, <laughs> what's interesting about that is so many horror you know animal movies like we were talking about last time Mm -hmm. so many of them there is a scientist who that's their thought is that like oh it's scientific Mm -hmm. discovery and sometimes people get hurt and just this amoral position of it and so I always think Mm -hmm. it's interesting when I watch things from the past and you can see things that are still very similar in a non-jokey way things that are just the human experience Mm -hmm. because I feel very far away from the 1930s. Like, I feel very far yes. from that part of thinking. But even, like, I was looking at some of them, I'm like, that's some cute clothes you're all wearing. Like, you're all dressed really well in this yes. movie. Like, I could I could live with that That fur coat. That was really up your alley. That fur coat Elizabeth wears, I was like, I oh, think yeah. Rachel owns that coat. Uh,
0: no, I think that was, like, fox fur or something like that. Yeah. I, I only but own mink.
1: I definitely... Um, Totally, just lost my train of thought. But yes, science. I was like, <laughs> "Is
0: it because I was being pedantic about fur?" A
1: little. I was like,
0: <laughs> "That's my goal. That's all I want." What it. kind of
1: fur you have? What kind of fur coat you have? Um,
0: <laughs> For the record, I actually have no idea what kind of fur she was wearing. I really wasn't paying no. close
1: attention. Um, but. Sh- yeah, so they can justify all manner of horror. But I did think, oh, mm-hmm. nowadays this wouldn't happen because, you know, we do have those checks and balances. And I'm like, I think a man willing to rob a grave probably doesn't care about, and then mm-hmm. I was going to name the institute, but I can't remember their name now, that you have to go through when you're going to do studies on people. The,
0: It's city. Yes, it's CITI. City. I that's just can't fine. remember what it stands for right now. That's
1: that's good enough. Like they probably don't care about doing the online quizzes to make sure that your behavior, yeah,
0: not cheating, not cheating on the ethics quiz. Meg, Meg didn't cheat on the ethics quiz. By the way, I made her yes. Take and it, I in no
1: way wanted to cheat on. The, who <laughs> even cares? I'm not doing scientific research in my life. And that's and that's in the past. It's all in the past. <laughs> just like this movie. <laughs> Um, the official stance of this podcast is cheating on things is wrong.
0: <laughs> Unless it's a terrible spouse. I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> okay.
1: Um final thoughts or wrap it up? We need to wrap it up okay, literally. Last, last time we this were a little derailing. bit unsure um about our Instagram handle, but it's the same as our Twitter handle, so we were right there. So you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter. At Rachel.
0: True Horrors Pod.
1: Yep. True Horrors Pod. And uh, you can rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so other people can know about it. And if you have a movie that you really want us to watch and talk about and tell you about where it came from, you can uh, tweet at us or comment on the Instagram. Next time, we will be doing Poltergeist
0: yeah oh fun i just found that out so this was fun for all Um, of us
1: so thank you guys for listening we really appreciate it and see you next time listen to you hear you next time you'll hear us
0: uh yeah we won't hear anything from you it does
1: it's not a telephone (laughs) yeah we're done bye (laughs)
0: bye